Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're going to talk about four strategies to create a stronger classroom community. You know, as teachers, we all want to create a vibrant classroom community that engages our students, makes them excited to learn, and helps them feel safe and loved. There are so many facets involved in creating a strong classroom community. Uh, We actually go into a ton of them in our upcoming free training called Respectful, Responsible, and Engaged, and even more in our full Beyond Classroom Management course. We're going to link to both of those in the uh, show notes for this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash community. But for today, we have four simple strategies that we are going to discuss that will help you create a stronger classroom community. So let's dive into them. Number one, in order to create a strong classroom community, you have to start by earning your students' respect with consistent and wise classroom management. So this is kind of common sense, but it's very easy to overlook. Sometimes in our effort to create this wonderful classroom community, we overlook classroom management and we skip ahead. But it's like trying to build a house without the foundation. That foundation is critical. And without it, the house that we are so desperately trying to build is just going to come crashing down. So in order to build a thriving classroom community, your students have to respect you. And that starts with classroom management. It's not going to happen if your class is out of control. So it is critical that you value classroom management and that you create a plan that works for you and your classroom. Once you have a strong classroom management and your classroom is controlled and your students respect you, then you can build on that and build a beautiful classroom community. But don't skip this. It's so important that you have high expectations, that you hold your students to them, that you consistently deal with problems when they occur, that you really value procedures and insist students actually follow them, and so many more things. There are so many aspects to classroom management. We have so many episodes on the podcast about it, um, and we also are having an upcoming free training. So if this is an area that maybe you've struggled with a little bit in the past or you're just not sure about, I strongly encourage you to join our free back-to-school classroom management solutions training. Back-to-school, that first week is the best time. It is so important to start off right. So I encourage you to sign up for that free training and join us if this is something that you've struggled with because we don't have time to go into classroom management in detail in this podcast, um, but we will cover it in detail there. You can sign up at teachfortheheart.com slash back to school training. And we'll also link to it in the notes for this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash community. So number one was to earn their students, earn your students' respect with strong classroom management. You can't skip that. Number two, employ the two by 10 strategy. This is an amazingly simple strategy that works wonders, particularly with challenging students. So here's how it works. You want to identify who your challenging students are and commit 
to just talk to that student for two minutes a day for 10 days about anything they want or anything you want. It's super simple, but this little effort will really help forge a relationship. And you might just be amazed at the turnaround. And then having that student, those challenging students now on your, on your side and building that relationship is huge in helping your classroom culture, your classroom community to thrive. Now, if for some reason, two minutes seems overwhelming, and believe me, I I get it, right? Sometimes even two minutes seems like, how am I going to have that time? Or what am I going to fill two minutes with? You can start with paring it down to a simple one-liner. Just point out something you noticed about them. Hey, I noticed you like hockey. I noticed that. Or I noticed that you you love shoes. You always have the coolest shoes. Or whatever it is, just... Notice something about them and point it out to them and do that consistently for a week or two. And the point here is just that you're showing these students that you see them, that you see them as more than just a troublesome student that you're always correcting, right? It shows that you care about them and that you're glad that they're in your class. And just these this intentional effort, whether it's the one-liner or it's two minutes, uh, is going to pay off. So many teachers have reported incredible turnarounds in just two weeks. But if you don't get that in two weeks, just keep at it. Keep building the relationship. Sometimes it just takes longer um, to see the results. But either way, you are making a difference and it's worth the effort. So number one, we're going to earn respect with consistent classroom management. Number two, employ the two by 10 strategy, two minutes a day for 10 days. Number three, Always show empathy. So when it comes time to give consequences or enforce boundaries, sometimes we're frustrated by that time, right? And often that frustration shows through to the students. And what happens then is that the student ends up getting upset at us rather than learning from their mistakes, right? They go and tell their friends, well, so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And they're just focused on They just get mad at us. Now, there's no way to completely avoid that, but you can largely eliminate it by showing empathy. When we empathize with the student while enforcing limits, this is powerful all the time, but especially when enforcing limits, because when we're empathizing with their situation, as we hold them to, you know, hold them accountable, we do both at the same time, then it's really hard for them to be upset at us because we're being very empathetic. And it really makes them, at least strongly increases the probability that since they can't deflect by getting upset at us, that they're actually going to look at the situation and think about it. And it's they're much more likely to make the connection, my bad choice resulted in this natural consequence and maybe I should make a better choice next time. Uh, So it's incredibly powerful. Now, what does it look like? Well, it can be as simple as saying, this is so sad, but your paper wasn't turned in on time and I only can give credit for papers that are turned in on time. Do you see how saying it in that way, you're empathizing, oh, this is so, this is so sad. You're, you're empathizing with the student while holding them accountable and it just changes the demeanor and it changes how the student walks away from the conversation. They might still might not like it. In fact, of course, they're not going to like it, but hopefully they're looking at the actions rather than just getting frustrated. It, I, I know me personally, a lot of times I get matter of fact, well, it wasn't here, so this is what happens. And that's not as effective as showing empathy. So 
Did you notice I used the phrase, oh, this is so sad? That's one example of a phrase you can use. It's good to have kind of a go-to phrase. Oh, this is sad. Uh, Another option would be to have just a sympathetic sound. So something like, oh, and, and, and maybe you're nodding, oh, or hmm, this is, this is tough, right? Saying something like that, you're just empathizing with them, showing them that you care. It, when you empathize with students, it simply shows them that you're on the same team and that you want to work with them to help them succeed. So that was our third strategy, showing empathy. The other two were employing the two by 10 strategy and earning respect with consistent classroom management. Our last strategy for today is morning meetings. Now, morning meetings have been popularized for elementary school, but they can also be very effective in secondary as well. They look different in secondary, but if you have a blocked class, maybe you do a meeting once a week. They also work great if you have a class advisory that you meet with on a regular basis. So regular class meetings, whether in the morning or just a periodic meeting, they're a great way to build your classroom community because in them, students practice communication skills, social skills, emotional skills, and academic skills. So you're really integrating everything and showing how it works together. In a typical morning meeting, students will greet each other. They'll share about themselves and get to know each other. They'll sometimes play team building games or other activities, and they'll also practice academic skills all together. Now, it does take some time. Norm, a typical meeting is maybe 15 to 20 minutes. Um, So it is an intentional investment that I really do think will pay off, right? It does take time, but you're investing in your classroom community because when students are comfortable with each other, when they care about each other, When they're invested in the success of the class as a whole, all things that happen as a result of these meetings, that will pay off in huge dividends the rest of the day, right? You're going to be able to get more done even though you have a little bit less time to do it. We teach how to start these morning meetings in your classroom in both elementary and secondary in our Beyond Classroom Management course, which you can check out at teachfortheheart.com slash beyond. There's also a book called The Morning Meeting Book that's really helpful if you like to read. Uh, So I'll link to both of those in the notes of this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash community. Well, there you have it four strategies, but these are just a few of the many, many strategies that we could go into. I'm going to be sharing many more strategies on our upcoming free training, Respectful, Responsible, and Engaged. We'll link to that in the show notes at teachfortheheart.com slash community. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll see the link to join the free training. Um, We're going to be talking about how to make your lessons more engaging, how to guide students to uh, to solve their own problems, how to help students set and reach goals, and so many more strategies that will help build your classroom community. Once again, reserve your spot at teachfortheheart.com slash community. Um, You'll see a spot there to reserve your spot in the free Respectful responsible, and engaged training. And then remember, if you're struggling with classroom management, we also are having, we're having two upcoming trainings. One's respectful, responsible, and engaged. The other is the back-to-school classroom management solutions. You can find both of those at teachfortheheart.com slash community. Thank you guys so much for being here. Let's take a moment and pray before we go. 
Father, we praise you and thank you for your great goodness. Um, Thank you that you are working right now to bring the right students into each teacher's classroom. And I pray that you will grant wisdom and guidance to create strong classroom communities this year. Uh, Help teachers uh, plan now and just guide them to the right strategies and techniques and just spark their creativity to know what will work for this upcoming group of students. And as school starts here in a bit, I pray that you will be in each classroom, work in the students' lives now, prepare them, prepare the teachers for the students, and just do an amazing work in classrooms uh, this year. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you guys again so much for being here. Once again, everything is at teachfortheheart.com slash community. And I hope you can join us in one of these upcoming free trainings. If you are listening to this and it's way past when this episode aired and those free trainings aren't available anymore, you can go ahead and head over. And we often have a bunch of other, uh, it might not be the same trainings, but we do have free trainings available all throughout the year. And you can find them um, as well at teachfortheheart.com slash community or you can hit the courses tab at the top there's always some free courses available that will be helpful for you one more thing i wanted to mention is that if you are listening to this episode on the website i strongly encourage you to subscribe to the teach for the heart podcast on your phone or tablet uh, either in apple podcasts or in your favorite podcast app The reason I recommend that is that we, in addition to our main podcast episodes that we feature here on the website, we also have quick thought podcast episodes that come out once or twice a week. And those aren't really featured here on the website very much. You have to subscribe. That's the best way to get them. So if you subscribe in your favorite podcast app, then it'll automatically download those quick thought episodes. And I love those episodes because they're really short. only just three to five minutes and you walk away with a practical, actionable strategy or word of encouragement. So find, look for Teach for the Heart in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And if you want more details about that, simply head to teachfortheheart.com slash podcast. Well, I hope to see you guys in the upcoming free trainings and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.